Hello there, content creators. You're listening to the She's Got Content podcast, where it's all about creating content for your coaching business. I'm your host, Dr. Melissa Brown, and I'm here every week to help you get your content out of your head, out of your heart, and out there into the world, where that information and your services can impact the most people. Get ready to take notes today and then take action, content creators. Let's dive in with today's episode because you've got content to get out there. I am so excited to introduce you to my next guest. We all know visibility is important, but it can be intimidating and it can be time consuming. But as we talk about a lot here on the She's Got Content podcast, who wants to remain the internet's best kept secret? My guest today, Brittany Hertzberg, is a massage therapist turned copywriter. She believes it's more important than ever to have a connection-driven approach to business. That's why she helps people harness the power of social proof marketing and SEO copywriting to get their businesses found online organically and make their content really, really count. Welcome, Brittany. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Oh my gosh, we have so much to talk about today. Yeah, we do. (laughs) I'm so excited about this. But before we get into today's nuggets, I got a question here from our audience. Okay, the listeners want to know how my guests are using content in their business. Content means different things to different people. There's no right and wrong here. I'm just curious. How do you best use content in your business? Mm, This is a good question because I'm actually in the midst of switching up my strategy a little bit. So I say it jokingly, but it's turned into a real thing that I live on Instagram. (laughs) So it started out as just something funny that I would say, but I really do love the conversations over there. I love the community that I have over there. So I would say initial response is that I use content for relationship building and it Mm -hmm. has definitely been fruitful for me. I've gotten collaborations, I've gotten clients, I've gotten visibility, publicity, things like that. Mm -hmm. So it's definitely been helpful for me. However... And this is very ironic as I am an SEO and case study copywriter. I have neglected my blog, Mm -hmm. which is not super wonderful. So I'm starting to put out more blogs more frequently. I started out at the beginning of the year having this ridiculous goal of I'm going to write one blog a week and it stuck for a little while. And then my boyfriend and I were living in different Airbnbs while we house hunt and it got challenging. So Uh I I took the pressure off. I was like, that's okay. I'll come back to it. And now last week I wrote two blogs in one week. So (laughs) I definitely started with more social media, Instagram heavy content just to build relationships and, Mm -hmm. and form connections with people. But now my goal is really to use my blog content to drive traffic to my site, bring in warm to hot traffic, and then have people convert into whatever it may be, podcast listener, email list, subscriber, or client. Mm, I love that. I have a mastermind group and the book that we're reading, we read a different growth and development book or business building book every month. And this mm-hmm. month, the book is They Ask, You Answer. Ooh. Oh, by Marcus Sheridan. His philosophy, it's the relationship building. It's answering the questions that the customers, the, the clients, the potential leads have yeah. and having that content sit on your site so that it draws people in. And by the time they actually have a sales conversation with you, they're ready to purchase. They already know they're going to purchase. Our buying habits 
have changed so much over the years. People just research, research, research. They want to look at reviews. They want to look at case studies. They want to look at all of the information before they make a buying decision. So I love that's how you're using your content. And I love also the fact that you said you set a goal, Mm -hmm. found it was a little bit unrealistic Mm -hmm. because I'm in that same boat too. (laughs) (laughs) I have neglected my blog. I've had Mm -hmm. more content out in the podcast and the show notes, Yeah, but I do have a blog and that got a little bit neglected this past year. Uh, Mm -hmm. So, Hey, we can always revisit that reset new goals. So, yeah. And speaking of blogs and (laughs) podcast show notes, I am so interested in what we're going to talk about today. So your area of expertise is SEO. So let's just start right there with that. What Mm -hmm. is SEO? What's your definition? So my definition, it's a cutesy one, but it really drives it home. So SEO, in case you're not familiar with the three letters, stands for search engine optimization. But that doesn't mean much to many people. So I came up with saying this because it seemed to hit home a little bit better. SEO is how you show up as the answer to a Googled question. So to tie that into what you just said, you are answering people's questions. Think about your own behavior when you are trying to solve a problem. One problem I'm solving right now is I need an oil change. I'm a little (laughs) bit beyond the sticker and I'm in a new state. I don't know who to go to. I really loved my crew that I would go see in North Carolina and in Connecticut. So what do I do? My boyfriend and I are renting an apartment. So I'm going to ask my landlord, who do you like to go see? And then I'm going to go on Google and check out whoever he recommends. Or if there are three people that recommend different places, I'm going to go investigate online. So that's me being like a very intentional, warm, really hot lead where I've asked a person and I'm going to that site to check that brand or company or business out. But if I'm maybe, let's say I don't know people here, I'm brand new, I'm desperate, I really need an oil change urgently, I'm going to go to Google first. Mm -hmm. So if I'm typing in a question like oil change place in whatever city and state, then I'm going to get whatever results I'm going to get. You need to be thinking about the questions or the search queries or just the words and phrases that your people are typing on search engines to find someone like you, a product like yours, a program like yours. It takes a little bit of work at the beginning Mm -hmm. and that can really be intimidating to some people. It just seems like this giant mountain that they're never going to be able to traverse. And in reality, it just, it's front loaded with work. But then the workflow is so easy and the payoff is massive. Okay. Tell us about that. (laughs) The payoff. payoff. What is, well, let's just go with that. What is the payoff for doing this work upfront? And also, I know that some people are going to be asking, well, if I've been blogging for a while or if I've been out there and I've got a website, but I haven't really done anything with SEO, is it too late? So mm-hmm. kind of, can you tie that in there with that the answer? Twofer. So <laughs> let's start with the time thing. And then you might have to pull me back to where okay. we were going with what's the payoff. But the, with the time thing, I like to remind people it's never ever too early or too late to get started with SEO. And you're even hearing me, like I said, I'm a quote unquote SEO pro. I have neglected my blog. I've been doing other things that have given me SEO payoff, which again, we'll get back to you, but it's never too early. It's never too late. And life happens, 
you get busy with business and you start serving your clients and then your stuff kind of falls down the to-do list. It happens a lot to a lot of us and that's okay. So you have to give yourself grace. Understand that you can start now, like you're hearing this, use this as like a spark so that you get going with it again. You can always, 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 always go back and optimize your web copy, your blog posts. Even if you want to go back and optimize your podcast show notes, you can go back and optimize content anytime, as long as you have access to it still. And that's something that I talk about a lot with my clients and even on other podcast interviews and my podcast as well is optimization. The O of SEO is so often overlooked and forgotten. So yes, you can go back and optimize. In fact, that can even be a great place to start. If you just want to dip your feet in the SEO pool, you can go and not create something from scratch, but go and optimize stuff. So for the payoff of using SEO, you're going to increase your visibility, which can feel a little bit scary, but you're going to increase your visibility, which increases how authoritative you seem to be, how much of an expert you seem to be. It's going to boost trust, build trust quickly with you. If we want to speak in general terms, we hear no like trust a lot. Yes. Putting out content and building up your SEO strategy helps with that no like trust factor. And I remember when I was answering the questions to come on the show, you said something about like, what are some things you want to talk about or what are some questions? And SEO is really how you can become trustworthy in the eyes of the robots and humans. So it's not one or the other. It's both because one of the things I love to do is play matchmaker and I can do this. I need to think of the word, but I can do this not by me doing it. If I can help someone with their SEO strategy, if I can do some SEO copywriting or content writing for people, you can make your content be that matchmaker So I'll stop there before I get too far. (laughs) I actually love that. Your content is the matchmaker, Mm -hmm. the matchmaker between Google and the person who's looking for an answer. Right. Yeah. And because they're going to be typing in something in the search bar, Mm -hmm. you're going to optimize. Let's just keep it simple and say you're going to optimize your blogs. Mm -hmm. And that's going to make it easier for Google and other search engines to play that matchmaker for you because they're going to go, person is looking for blank. Oh, look, you have a blog about blank. Your website is well-respected. Your content is well-respected. I need to let them know about you. And then it shows your blog in the search results. So when you say writing or optimizing for bots as well as for people, Mm -hmm. I want you to talk more about that because I've heard some people say, well, I don't really bother with SEO because I'm writing for people. Mm -hmm. So... Talk to us about that. How can we do this so that our content is optimized for both the bot and for the people? And this is my sweet spot. I'm on this tightrope. It feels like alone sometimes, but you read some SEO, like keyword rich copy, and it reads really dry and very boring. And like only a robot might find that interesting. Mm -hmm. Then you have the copy, you and I are both in Marisa Corcoran's CCS program. She leans into personality real heavy. And that's great for the people. But how do we get the people to your website? We have to have those keywords. And then the personality keeps them on your website. That's what they connect with. So you have to figure out a way, if we take one example of just headlines, 
when you're writing a blog, there's an H1 headline. It's that big one at the top of the page. You and I both are familiar with it. Hopefully listeners will be too. There can only be one H1 per page. And the reason there's only one is really territorial. And search engines really weight that heavily when they are analyzing for where are the keywords, what is this piece about, what question does it answer, who can I match make this with, like what search do I need to show this as the result. So when you're writing headlines, a really good example of this is just recently, pretty well-known person in the copywriting space wrote to me and said, I see that you're doing SEO. I hired an expert. My voice feels like it's been stripped from these headlines. So he felt like his personality had been stripped from the headlines, but keywords were there. And he's like, how do I, same question, how do I marry these? How do I merge the personality and the keywords? So my biggest tip there is to write the headline with personality first, write whatever you want to write, and then do keyword research and figure out what keyword you want to weave into that headline. It's much easier to do that, I have found for most people than to do the opposite of like finding the keyword and writing something that's personality driven after the fact. So write whatever you want to write to get your point across in your words, find that keyword and then weave it in. That is a huge tip right there. (laughs) All right. Because you're right. It's like, if you're writing for the bot, for those H1 headlines, then it's going to be very dry and, you know, the people who are reading it are like, eh, skip, yeah, skip, exactly. go on to And the they're going to go to some other blog or some other resource and we don't want them to. We want them to no. see your expertise and feel your knowledge and feel your support and your help. And I love that analogy of marrying the personality with writing the, the keywords key. for the bot. I you never really looked at it that way. That is like a real takeaway for me here is that you can do both. Yes. It doesn't have to be just one or the other. You can marry them together. Yeah. And that, I mean, honestly, same. I didn't think about the fact that that's part of the reason why people love me, like love working with me, mm-hmm. not love me, but like love working well, with me. Well, they love you too, I'm sure. <laughs> I mean, I've heard that as well, <laughs> but they love working with me because I make sure their voice is there but I make sure that the keywords are there too. Because again, the keywords, the SEO strategy is going to get the right people to your website. But once they're there, you have to deliver that personality piece to keep them there, to get them engaged, to make them feel connected to you, to build that trust, and then to convert whatever that may mean for them. So the answer to the question is, what's the importance of SEO is that it increases your visibility. You're found more easily Mm. and you increase the trust in the person who finds you, and then they get to know and like you based on that personality that you've added into your content. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, you got it. it. Look at oh. you. You're an SEO pro now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait to go SEO optimize my website because I think it's <laughs> it's lacking there. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so many of us feel like that. And even this summer, again, I'm an quote unquote SEO expert. And I put it in quotes because I still feel like I'm always learning. This thing is always evolving, always changing, and I'm forever going to be a student of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But this summer I took some time and I rewrote my website pages and I restructured the SEO strategy and it is time consuming, but Mm -hmm. I'm having a good payoff from it. And SEO, one amazing thing about it is that it's kind of like a fine wine or like a nice aged cheese. It gets better with time. 
Mm-hmm. So by starting, like I said earlier, by starting now, wherever you may be, you may be 10 years into your business, you may be two months into your business, start implementing some things now, and that will have a really amazing payoff for you in at least six months. That's another question that I get. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll just mm-hmm. throw this question out of myself. Okay, good. <laughs> but a lot of times it takes roughly three to six months for a blog piece to rank or to start bringing in the right traffic. There are some things you can do to speed that up. You also might be in a really pretty situation where you have half a million people following you on TikTok or Instagram, and they do know to go over to your website and you do plug your blog and they are going and looking at those resources. Everyone's situation is different and there are some very smart strategic things you can do, but it's really nice just to set that expectation of, okay, it's going to take three to six months at least. It's the long game. It is. It's the long game. Just like podcasting is. I mean, it's a long game. It's like you can't expect to see miracles happen overnight. No. But once it starts happening, you're like, oh, wow, I'm so glad I did that. Yeah. Yeah. And I have to say, in preparing for today's interview with you, I've been stalking you on your website. And I love love the copy on your website. Thank you. I feel like I know you from way back now based on just a few pages of your website. So it really is important to infuse that personality in there because now I, I know you better. Yeah, exactly. So much better. That's such a, that's, thank you. I appreciate that. And that was what I was doing that part well, before I even realized that I was a copywriter, I had Mm -hmm. a massage practice. My massage clients were coming in and there was one point where I was asking everyone, why did you choose to work with me? And I'm a stranger to you. They would say, I made sure I had pictures on there because you're coming in and you're spending a decent chunk of time alone with me in a room. You might Mm -hmm. as well know who you're going to be meeting (laughs) and see if you like me and whatnot. So I heard a lot as their response that they felt like they knew me because of what they saw on my website. And I was just writing in a way that I would want someone to talk to me. So I was writing how I speak and, and it was very seamless by the time they got in to actually meet, not digital. Brittany. (laughs) Yeah. Real life, Brittany. Yeah. (laughs) Well, so tell me, let's just use me for an example. I (laughs) have kind of subscribed to the philosophy of just writing content for humans, not necessarily (laughs) bots. And I have a WordPress website. I have Yoast Mm -hmm. plugin put in, not paid for the free version. (laughs) That's fine. (laughs) Okay. So What would be someone like me? What would be my first step in order to start the process? And I'm sure it's a process. It's not going to happen just like blogging. It doesn't happen overnight to start SEO optimizing. Yeah, no, it doesn't start overnight, but you can make baby steps and they start to pay off and then you start to feel good and you want to continue with it. So you have a blog. That's great. I would encourage you to start with, and I started doing this for myself as well when I was adding more blogs, go look at your top performing blogs. So you don't want to just spend your time, a number that's coming to mind. My boyfriend has 80 blogs or something like that. And I was like, that's a lot. So, you know, 80 blogs or 80 Mm -hmm. blog posts, like posts. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Blog posts. Blog posts in one website. Okay. I started to think 80 different. Oh, I see. (laughs) Thank you for clarifying. No, he has 80 blog posts, like articles. Okay. Okay. All right. (laughs) And so like, let's say that that's the number of blogs you have. That's going to feel very overwhelming if you're like, I'm going to go optimize all 80 of them. Let's start simple. So what are your top five or top 10, however ambitious you feel like being? And then I want you to 
go look at it. What does the headline say? Do you notice any keywords in there? What you could do is take that headline, copy the whole thing, paste it into Google, and then you could look at what other results are showing up. Then you could also make sure you download. I love using Ubersuggest. It's a free Chrome extension. Mm-hmm. And the only reason I want you to download that is so you can see what's called the search volume. That means how many people on average each month are typing in a phrase like that where you might be able to, to show up. And a really good number to stick within is like zero to a thousand. If you go over a thousand, it's a little too big. So there's more back up yeah. one one second. That yeah. Uber suggests it's this yes. is a Chrome extension. Yes. Is it free? Yes. Is it a paid? It's free. Free. Okay. They have a paid option, but just get the free one. You don't need the... Unless you're going to be me like an SEO pro in a little while, you don't need to pay for it. Got it. Okay. So take that headline, copy and paste it into Google, make sure Ubersuggest is plugged in and hit enter. You're going to look at that search volume. What's it doing? If it's zero, it's fine. If it's over a thousand, it's going to be too big. So what other suggestions are you seeing to make it so that the search volume is less than a thousand? And then you could take that and go update your headline. So that's one simple thing that you could do. Another super simple, and this is actually where I started, thing that you could do is look to see if those blogs, those top five to 10 blogs have something called an SEO title. It might also be called a title tag or a page title. If you don't have that, that's not so great. And what it is, is when you look at that search results page, the blue hyperlinked text, that is the SEO title or the title tag or the page title. And then you'll see a couple of gray sentences under that. That's called a meta description or an SEO description or a page description. Every website calls it different things. But you want to make sure you have both of those fields filled out. And it's going to be something that's on the back end. It's not going to be something that people see unless they go and see that on a Google search results page. So you really just want to make sure that's filled out. There are a couple stipulations. I actually built an entire SEO basic checklist around all of this stuff that will help you figure out what to put where. It even walks you through keyword research. So the stuff I just shared don't get hit over the head with too much information right now. Like this is right. something don't you can get take one step at a time. Yeah. But I would definitely start by optimizing the headline and then by making sure you have that SEO title and meta description. Okay. So you could just do that for each of those top five performing mm-hmm. or top 10 performing, depending on if you've got a lot of content on your website. So we're talking about blog content. Mm-hmm. This is the place to start would be the blog content, because that's really your expert content that you're getting out there to attract your ideal clients. That's a starting place. And that's a really good starting place. And it's often where people's brains go when it comes to content. Mm-hmm. But I'll offer one other thing as well. So my boyfriend has grown his website with blog content, website traffic. I've grown my website traffic and kind of like my SEO report card, which is called your domain authority, which is again, how credible and reliable and authoritative do search engines and people think you are. I've done that by going and being a guest on podcasts, by starting my own podcast and by responding to Haro entries, if you've mm-hmm. heard of that. Help, so help it, a reporter out. I think it's changed its name recently. I, I think they did do an update. Yeah. 
and I've got to learn that name. (laughs) Okay. But you know what? I'll do it. I'll do a Google search (laughs) and put that into the show notes. (laughs) Amazing. So what you can do there is journalists and other PR people are looking for a response to a question and they want Mm -hmm. to be able to point people to you. So I responded to that. So I've been cited in articles. Guess what? They link to my website. Guess what the podcasts do? They link to my website. So that's another strategy. And if you've been doing that and not paying so much attention to your blog, that's fine. That's helping you out too. Okay. So having all these links linking back to your website is another strategy. Yeah. Okay. So the first step, if someone really wants to start getting optimized. Mm -hmm. And again, the SEO, O stands for optimized. It doesn't stand for overwhelmed. (laughs) (laughs) We're we're thinking of optimizing, not getting overwhelmed. So the first step is just look at what are the top five pieces of content, expert content you have on your website, or if you don't have any, start writing some Mm -hmm. and then start looking at those headlines. So really just Mm -hmm. starting with the headlines. Yeah. Just keep it simple. Start with the headline, make sure there's a keyword in there mm-hmm. and then make sure that you're writing that SEO title and the page description so that Google can say, Hey, this is an option. You could go check out this blog. Now you mentioned yeah. an SEO checklist. Is yes, that something, is that something that you have on your website? It is. Yes, it is. And I'm, I'll definitely make sure you have the link for anyone listening who's interested in it. It's on my website. It was something that I created in CCS with Marisa. It was my very first project that I created. The whole community helped me name it, fill it out, figure out what I needed to include, and then explain it to everybody. But one thing I did with that, and I hesitate to talk about URL slugs because people want to go and overhaul their entire website. Mm. Take this (laughs) as something that you can move forward with, knowledge that you can move forward with. So don't worry about doing the older stuff, the existing stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just going to be too big of a project and it's probably fine. So with that freebie, I actually have the slug as brittanyherzberg.com slash SEO dash basics dash checklist. It's a keyword. It's something that people are searching for and it's the thing that I have. So that's another way that you can, again, moving forward, that's another thing that you can think through. And that's on the checklist, which is something that I walk you through. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So yeah, I'm sure people are going to want to get their hands on that. And this is a free resource that you have yes, on your it's on free. website. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm going to make sure that we have that in the show notes. So everybody yeah. can run over there to your website and also that they can go over to your website and really just read more about how you've really infused personality into your website because everybody's going to know you once they read a few of your pages over there. It's Aww, just, thank you. It's really, really cool. That's the biggest compliment. Okay. So I don't want to go too far into the weeds today yeah. because I think we're just sort of touching on how you can get started yeah. and what the importance is. And I think this content that you've given me so far to share with the listeners is just really golden. Let me just look here and see if I have any other questions I had written down. Okay. Can we go back for a minute? When I mentioned about these WordPress plugins. Yes. Can you just say a few words about that? Is that something that we Mm -hmm. all need to have? Is there a best one? And do we have to pay for that? So can you just fill in the blanks there, please? Sure. So the most common one, the most commonly referred to one is Yoast. And that's Mm -hmm. on WordPress. To my knowledge, I don't think it can 
show up on any other websites, but I definitely hear people talking about WordPress and having Yoast. When I had my very first blog way back when, I didn't even know what SEO was, so I didn't touch it. I didn't have Yoast on my own WordPress blog or anything like that. What I have learned is to not take, it does these like lights. So it's kind of like a stoplight where you've got green is good. Yellow is, hey, there's something to look at here. Red is quote unquote bad. Don't bend over backwards to make all of those lights green. Okay. It's going to be okay. (laughs) And this is coming from, I was a straight A student. I needed everything to be okay. I'm a recovering perfectionist. Trust me, I'm with you on this and anyone listening, but don't stress out if it's not all green. Just use it as a check-in point and don't put too much stock in it. I don't think personally that it's worth it to pay for that plugin. I don't know of any of, of the other ones, but I just, for me, focusing on what is the strategy? How can I go into writing this new piece of content and putting that out there with the best SEO strategy? Or how can I go back in and optimize it? Because knowing where to put the keywords and how to use them and how to incorporate links and all of that stuff, that's going to serve you so much better. So getting something like that SEO basics checklist is going to help you better because you're going to be more knowledgeable. You're going to understand it. You're going to be able to move through it a little bit faster each and every time you create content. And then you don't have to worry about the plugins. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I am really excited to get my hands on that SEO checklist of yours. (laughs) And I'm sure our listeners are going to be also. All right. If you've got a WordPress website, you want to plug in the Yoast plugin Mm -hmm. free. The free version is fine. Fine. Yeah. Okay. So you don't have to spend a lot of money on a plugin and learn how to use it. Yeah. No. (laughs) Okay. Like I said before, I don't think we want to get too far into the weeds. I Mm -hmm. think we have really got some solid information here for people to get started with optimizing. And remember, the O is optimizing. It's not being overwhelmed or overachieving or uh, (laughs) overthinking things. It's optimizing. So let's keep that in mind. So we've got some great tips from you, Brittany, for getting started with that. Yeah. So I'm going to just kind of switch gears here and ask a couple of my fast on your feet questions. Okay. And remember, there's no wrong answers here to these either. So yeah, tell us what's the best business advice you've ever been given? Oh, what is it? I don't even know that it was advice that I was given, or maybe I just like kind of picked it up on my own, but Mm -hmm. to just start where you're at. Just but and you know what, when it comes to content, here's a perfect example. I'm starting a YouTube channel. And I said earlier, I'm a recovering perfectionist. So instead of letting myself get stuck at, I'm going to have to get all this editing software. I'm going to have to learn how to do that. I need to master the thing before I put it out there. I'm just going to start putting things out there with the sole intention of, I have knowledge. I want to help people. They want that information. Cool. Let me just put it out there. They can find it and magic will happen and I'll get better. And I will improve my skills. So just have a little grace with yourself and start with where you're at and you can always get better. Oh, I love that. Yeah. That's kind of how I I started the podcast. I know if I go back and listen to the first few, I'll cringe. (laughs) (laughs) And next year I'll cringe with how I'm doing it right now because it's always getting better. It's always getting better. So just start where you are. Love that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Tell me about a book. What would be a book you'd recommend everybody read and why would that be? 
I'm actually going to dig it out of my oh. bag because I have it right next to me. I read this. It's called You Are a Badass at Making Money. And awesome. I needed this big time this year. I, I've i been on like a really big healing journey. And interestingly, money was one of the things that I really needed to focus on. And that's been huge. It's a little bit woo, but mm-hmm. she keeps, you've read it, right? I, I haven't read that one. You I've read You Are a Badass. I, I've read that one, the first one. I think that this was This is a good one. one. I'm sure it's got the same tone, her same snarky humor. Yeah. She she tells it like it is, and she's very direct with you. There's no BS. Like she's like, this may seem woo, but just try it. Okay. Hang <laughs> Kind of like with the SEO. This may sound okay. woo, but, <laughs> but try it. Just okay. try it. Yeah. Right. All right. You Are a Badass at Making Money. That's yes. the name of it. Yeah. It's amazing for business owners. One thing that I hear a lot of questions about is pricing, mm-hmm. right? We all kind of get hung up about pricing. We all get hung up about how do I price? What do I do with my money? Like it's a very new world when mm-hmm. you come into being a business owner, let alone being in the the online space. Yeah. Actually that book that I mentioned at the beginning, they ask you answer. He's like, put out your prices on your website. Yes, please. Yeah. Well, if you think about it, and I started examining my own researching habits. Mm-hmm. I look for the prices. I'm I looking for prices. So don't be ashamed of your prices. Put them out there. Yeah. Because that's in my mind with my own buying behavior. If I don't see your prices, that makes me trust you less. Mm-hmm. If I know that you have a higher price point than I can afford right now, that's okay. I'm going to have eyes on your product. I'm going to know that I want to save up to be in your program. That's fine. That's not... Yeah pushing people away. That's just being transparent with people and people really appreciate that. It's qualifying. It's qualifying the leads. Anyway, I would highly recommend recommend (laughs) his book. He's actually got, there's a second edition. I think it was in 2019 was the second edition. It's really good. He focuses a lot on big corporations Mm -hmm. and he's worked mostly with big companies. And he also had a brick and mortar company that he kind of honed these skills with. But all of these principles can be applied to solopreneurs and small business. So that's great. Yeah. Okay. Do you have a favorite quote? (laughs) The first thing that popped to mind, I've I've shared this on another podcast too. My mom had this like little tiny, like wind up pillow thing that Uh was like very old school, something that like you would think your grandma would have and it wound up and it would play noise. But it was, I don't know the right word, embroidered maybe. Oh, yeah. With a saying. And it said, if you see someone without a smile, give them one of yours. And I've pretty much all, I had that on my bed since I was like teeny tiny. So that's just always been my thing. I would never make it in New York City. (laughs) Ever. Yeah. I grew up on a farm in the country in Ohio. And now I live in New Jersey. So we're in New York I won't say a lot, but enough, but you could always share your smiles with everybody. Yeah. I love that. I love that. And here's my last fast on your feet question. If you had one takeaway from our talk today, what one nugget would you wish for everyone to leave with? That SEO can be simple. It can be really honestly free and just take a little bit of your time. It's a little bit of work on the front end, but there's a huge payoff. And I would say, why not give it a try? I mean, it's like extra credit for business owners. So couldn't hurt. Yeah. I love that too. All right. That was like three in one. <laughs> that's, but that's fine. 
well, marry them all together. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of the theme for today. It seems like um, it. All right. So you've got that freebie. Can you give us that URL yeah. again for the freebie, that checklist? Yes. It's BrittanyHersberg.com slash SEO dash basics dash checklist. And I'll make okay. sure that I give you the link so they can just click it in the show notes. <laughs> okay. All right. And where do you, you mentioned Instagram, is that the best place to find current content? Like you're putting out your content over there frequently. Yeah, definitely Instagram for sure. My handle is Brittany underscore Herzberg. And then I'm over on LinkedIn a good bit now. I'm trying to oh. hang out over there. I really like the community that I found over there too. So Instagram okay. and LinkedIn. Yeah. Okay. Those links will be in the show notes. And your website is your name, right? Mm -hmm. My name is complicated, but I try to make that all of my handles and things. So at least by the time <laughs> you get to spelling my name, you're like, oh, I can go over here and find her. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll have all of that in the show notes. So everybody can just go over there and read on your website and they can opt in over for that checklist. I'm going to be going over there and getting that checklist <laughs> awesome. right away. <laughs> All right. So it's been such a pleasure to have you here on the show today, Brittany. This is such great information. I'm sure the audience is going to just eat this up and love it. So thank I you so, so much. Oh yeah. Thank you so much for having me. All right. And thank you all listeners for tuning in today to the She's Got Content podcast. And be sure to take action with these nuggets that Brittany's shared to help the search engines help those people who are looking for what you're putting out there. They're waiting to hear from you. They need your help. Keep publishing your expert content to reach them and make sure that all that content is search engine friendly. See you all next week. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the She's Got Content podcast. I hope you got at least one nugget to take action on this week. If you got value from today's episode, I would be so grateful when you leave a five-star rating wherever you listen to podcasts. It only takes a second, and it really helps me get my message out to impact even more people so they can, in turn, keep the ripple going. If you're listening on Apple Podcast and leave a review of the show, it would really make my day, and you just might receive a shout-out on the show as my content creator of the week when I read out your review. And last but never least, if you want an endless supply of just right ideas for content you can write about for your blog post, your emails, your videos, podcast episodes, all the content things, then you want to head over to my website at she'sgotcontent.com forward slash content and pick up your free workbook, Never Run Out of Content Ideas. Look for that link in the show notes today, along with the other links mentioned in today's episode. Until next time, content creators, you've got an audience waiting to hear from you and you've got content to share with them. Stop being the best kept secret and make a bigger impact when you've got content out there in the world.